Hello, hello, everyone. It is another episode of Kokoro Radio. Make sure you follow us at Hello Kokoro Radio. That's Hello K R K A Radio. We are on Twitter. The four of us are sharing that lovely account and cutting up and talking shit. It is me, your lovely host, the captain of Table Night on this lovely great ring. We are here after the holidays to give our final show of the year. Um, we are re- reviewing um, Trial of Magneto number five, Sword number 11, and Wolverine number 19 with a special circuit party discussing everything of Hickman, all our thoughts, concerns, accusations, forethoughts, past thoughts. It's forethoughts a word we don't know. We niggas, we make up shit. You got, you're not going to beat my ass anyway, so it don't matter. Um, can't fight. So yes, right, don't, right. Don't get popped. <laughs> Um, so I'll turn to my lovely host, the lovely Black Word. Hello, hello, hello. It's your favorite one, the prettiest dick on the council. Uh, it's me, master wow. of table dust, head of art, laws, and history. Um, I'm factually correct in all things. I do make the rules, but I also enforce them. Thank you very much. Let's go. Also, our lovely, amazing, the the voice of reason, the peacekeeper, the wind god Vante. Up, your reason is clear for the weather, the people, the land, all that peaceful shit. But don't get it twisted, we get it popping too. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the legendary you know, the top of all tops, you know, the, the, the man, you know, the light skinned, the light skinned daddy of daddies, the, the, the Nathan of our group, <laughs> Dr. Showtime. <laughs> what's up y'all it's your omega level top um representing the winner's table win lose or draw i'm in charge listen listen yeah. listen we gotta ask the audience what kind of merch y'all want i feel like we need a t-shirt that says omega level top as well we have so many one-liners that are just glorious that we're not i agree <laughs> that omega level top should be a shirt i agree it's Tardy Uncut. I feel like Tardy Uncut is a mug. I feel like that's the mug. And if we can get um the licensing to make dildos, Tardy Uncut will be our first product on the <laughs> Who's dick are we modeling? Faces. Huh? Whose dick are we modeling? The prettiest no, that's one. A good question. So the I have the prettiest one. <laughs> which only one person here can validate that. Um, but I do believe mine is the prettiest. <laughs> No one uh-huh. can tell me otherwise. And that's just going to be the flat out truth of it. Um, but on top of the turn the uncut dildo, I also think that the Sissy Bobby t-shirt should also be there. Um, but I'm going to find a way to make um, Prodigy's a Snow Queen into a mug. I really think, or a thermal. Maybe something frost related, something cold, you know, for cold beverage. I think maybe a thermal would be the best. Um I'm open to suggestions. You know, if you have any ideas or wants or desires, make sure you add us at Hello Hello KRKA Radio on Twitter. Um, And we'll see. We'll we'll, we'll shoot the shit like we always do. You know, we'll ask questions and be inquisitive because that is the role that I serve on Table Dust is to find the way to be right above everyone else. Silence, as you see, because the girls was not here. (laughs) And also what? fucking haters. That's what <laughs> these girls just can't deal with me. All right, this is it's so hard 
to be the most powerful bisexual in the world, that you walk onto this council and you get invalidated at every wow. fucking corner. I can't stand this shit. How they harass <laughs> me, abuse me, diminish oh. me. You might think I'm storming a, in a fucking mohawk. That's how they treat me. Like storm with a mohawk. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Who wow. said that? <laughs> Who said that? Who said okay. that? Who said that? I almost felt sorry for you. <laughs> and that's the peaceful one. Yeah. Right, 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 right. No, I'm yeah, burned down an island. Was, uh, they asked, Stephen, why are you such a villain? Stephen, why did you go down the dark path? It's for reasons like this. This is why niggas like Druig, you know, start murdering people. That's why Thanos came out the womb on Demon Time. You know, it's, it's energy like this. This is why Tarn isn't caring. And Tarn sits <laughs> at, at my table. So, on a table here. with Tarn, let me ask you the question. How can you be the Omega level top if Tarn is right there? Iska's on the table, too. No, your dick's not bigger than, than Iska's. I feel like her strap is phenomenal. Because yeah. she's able to purchase one at whatever size she wants to. I came equipped with what I came with, but I know how to use it. Keep it cute. Huh. Huh. Henry's thinking. I see is running into Henry's. <laughs> so if, if if I sit, nope, not going to touch it. That's, <laughs> I, nope. For the first time ever, Henry has decided not to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say it out loud. Cause I, cause I, There's I, no I upper wait. limit to my right, topic. Cause I, right, because... So you just start holding every motherfucking body. Like, like I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I can't, I can't. I don't know how to say this about a side of problematic. Go uh, ahead and say it. If we need to cut it out, we'll cut it out. Okay. So if Showtime is is it a make a level top with no limit, and Iska is unbeatable, and I propose to Iska, who can who who's who can out top the other person? Iska would technically win. So like, would that mean that Iska would have bigger meat, or she'd just be better at fucking? But then also that would oh. that require Iska to be multi multi gendered. Oh wow, this is really I think exciting. It's like a sponge, you know. Oh, I think she... it's like like her power makes her hermaphroditic baby. Because like, because like, I'm just like, but I'm just like wondering, like, does she is she like intersex is the word you meant to say, Stephen? I was thinking more so like in terms. Yeah, you're right. But I was thinking more so in terms like, you know, how they classify mutants all the time through animal terminology quite weirdly at times. And so they'll throw around a scientific term with like this. But, but would that be problematic treating mutants like animals, like just calling humans, like calling Negroes monkeys? True, true. Like, the same thing? But mm-hmm. it would be like if Nixon copied the sponge, right? That's why I said multi gender, because I'm not really sure. So, like, it's yeah. like, it's gonna like, it's gonna, so like, imagine if Iska had a baby with Darwin. That would be the most powerful mm-hmm. baby in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you got the right genes. You know, sometimes it's a crapshoot with mutant babies. You might pair together yeah, the two greatest mutants ever, and you get, like, fucking... Didn't Mystique and Sabretooth have a son, and he was, like, but you a know what? That's what it's going to be. It's going to be with a real man, like, a deal with a real man like Darwin. Darwin ain't going to say nothing. Darwin's going to let her play the front. But that's why I'm like, Darwin has, like, the lesser version of her mm-hmm. ability. 
Um, the power to survive versus the power to win is two completely different things. And that's why I think yeah. because Darwin would completely be able to grow whatever his power deems necessary for him to survive, Iska will be able to develop whatever it needs to be better in Showtime. Or it might just, depending on how much change needs to happen, it might just go, now she's no longer interested in topping. She's a bottom. It'll change her character, her color. So she's a bottom. Right, because she sees the victory. Mm, well, she switched to a bottom. Mm, this is exciting. Okay, mm. we need to go on with the show today, child. Cause I'm, cause right, because y'all are literally debating my fake-ass uh, mutant uh, power. You think the audience enjoys when we don't follow a system sometimes, you know? The openings are what they stay for, you know, and then they just get our opinions on everything else so they can bash us in the future. I would like to say, like, a word for my sponsor that's that Showtime. Um, definitely it's free and available. Um, also, like, you, you bottoms out there, you know, from a certain age, he doesn't like them super young, you know, like a bottle with experience. Um, Dr. Showtime is for you. Coil. Yeah, like Dr. Showtime, twenty eight and up for Dr. Showtime. Um, he knows old niggas got good coochie, so you know Dr. Showtime is here. Like, if you're looking for a great time, you know, send a message over to Hello KRK Radio. We all will review it as a team to make sure that you are a suitable, you know, concubine for Dr. Showtime, and we'll go from there. Um, if you need a, a, a nice time with a nice last light skinned man. Dr. There Showtime might be man. rates that you would need to pay depending on um, who you are. Yes. So, yes. so Christian Walker is going to cost you money, sis. You want to the, the bride, the, uh, the Dr. Showtime bride. And if you are not a brown or black person, go ahead and call it a, a rap. You just know you're going to have to come out of pocket a lot. It's going to be top-notch <laughs> rates. Top-notch like, rates. Like, like reparations level. That interest level is high too. I would say that <laughs> six months minimum uh, membership, right. and there's a minimum deposit. Right. Mm-hmm. We're also busy. I love that about us. Get our paper, our Emma Frost shit. Love it. All right, so I okay, think we so get we'll first on the docket. <laughs> yeah, we'll Let's get let's get her over with. Let's let's yeah. Good let's luck. Get her over. So basically, we're into an episode of Jonah and the fucking whale of Wolverine because some whale off the coast of Krakoa keeps eating up all the motherfucking people. Wolverine is making some allegory point about how mutants are getting soft, but I feel like this is not the first time he said this. Um, but I think he's not respecting the fact of utopia that some people want to fight, some people don't want to fight. I think people should have the autonomy to choose if they do want to fight or not want to fight. Um, one thing about Krokoa that I that is another thing that I think is not really talked about is how Krokoa has manufactured or created his, his own uh, fauna and flora. So there are animals that are based off of um, the way Krokoa is made. Um, clearly, there are everything from plant life to to land animals, uh, air animals, sea animals, and basically somebody is killing people off the shores of Krokoa, and it's some giant whale that is made of Krakoa, and Wolverine is on a hunt to go kill it. This is very much giving, um, is this, was that Jonah in the Whale? What's the old man in the Whale? Uh, Moby Dick. By the way? Moby Dick, yes. This is giving or very Pinocchio. much, uh, yeah, very much giving Pinocchio, uh, 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 Moby Dick. It, it's, 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 it's a filler issue, very Dragon Ball Z. Not impressed. Um, I'm so glad this is the last issue while we are waiting for the Destiny of X reboot. 
Um, we got nothing from this. I don't know what this issue was even for. Um, they yeah, should have even pretty. Yeah, like I, 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 I don't. But, I mean, I keep forgetting that like X Force is the other book that Wolverine is in. So I'm kind of like in in between because the last thing we had was the whole thing with uh, uh, Deborah Ramirez and the and the and the, um, the X Death and the whole uh, Jeff Bannister running from Maverick. That was the last thing that went on before this. So this issue was just filler. Um, nothing really to really talk about. Wolverine stops the whale using the boat he got from um, Severance Sever Blackstone. That's his name. Um, and yeah, like, you know, we're kind of glad this is going on hiatus. I kind of regret the fact that they're bringing this back after the hiatus. I feel you like know. wherever we, this is just, I don't want to say thought concerns, accusations. Like, girl, we don't need, like, I think Wolverine feels enough of his Wolverine-ness and X-Force. We don't need him. We don't need, his, he doesn't need his own book. Now, Why I do we need two books of him bullshitting? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. Can Laura get a book? Laura deserves, Laura's the only Wolverine we recognize on this council. Mm-hmm. I would love a Wolverine book where it's Laura's time in the vault, even or just the mm-hmm. issues from the vault mm-hmm. coming out to like haunt her or the memories of the vault. Because that's very much what the interesting thing about the original Wolverine runs was that you were learning about Wolverine's lost times, like his memories were gone. You had to just learn his history. It was like really long and sorted. His time as a Japanese weed, um, being a complete nerd for Japan and being a samurai, mm-hmm. all of that. But I'm like with. The beauty of the vault is that now you have that for Laura. You have a bunch of memories she can't access, and she doesn't know. And now she's in the same predicament that Wolverine was in a long time ago, where she has so many valuable memories that she does not have. And then we're not getting that. And plus, the Wolverine issues are so devoid of camp that it's ridiculous. Like, I was, I know you guys hate it, but I was rereading um, Eternals Thanos. Uh, I think it was actually uh, Eternals Titans, or Titanos or whatever, it was like the issue telling the story about how Thanos' entire parents came to be when Eternals aren't allowed to have biological kids. And it was way better than anything I read in the Wolverine issues because in that issue, it was like, you got drama, you got the camp, you got the ridiculousness of the Eternals debating this. You got how petty Zerus was. You got all this and it made me go back and read older issues of the Eternals a bit more closely just to see Zerus being an asshole a lot more. Um, and him going toe-to-toe with Zeus. And even though it's the most machismo-filled shit ever, like Wolverine is, they had so much camp involved and the grandioseness and the colors and everything that it just did not suck and it could not suck. This just sucked. I don't remember anything I read. I, it was I, real dry. It was bone dry. It was turkey with salt for seasoning. It was worse than the trial of Joseph this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I I didn't even know that it was a Wolverine comic coming out, so I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you missed literally nothing. Yeah, I Uncharted. figured that. I, I don't think I've read it since it's. I don't think I've read it. I never had an interest to read it since it came out because I'm so over the whole Logan material. Like, I'd rather like Henry was saying. I'd rather have a story with more. Like, give her a series. Like, she's she's Wolverine too. Like, let's give her some more story arcs let's get her going like i'm tired of logan i'm over logan i'm sorry i just came i was there wolverine <laughs> issue of wolverine reacting to the death of scout if we got everything else i would have preferred that that would have been enjoyable for me at the very least of seeing him react to his granddaughter basically being taken out i would be okay with there being a wolverine book that just focuses on his kids i'm about to say the same thing it's not just laura you can give us the and scout 
pull up rays from wherever the fuck he's been at. That other right. boy that's from the other universe. Just, you know. You're the blind Wolverine. Yeah, like, Give us I, I all think the, the Wolverines that are not Logan. Yeah, for real. Because the Wolverine family exists. Like, the thing that about Wolverine is that they think he's X-Men's, he's, the, he's like Marvel's Batman. And, like, you're not far off, technically, I guess. He has the same rugged exterior and dedication to, quote-unquote, the mission, even though he's a completely different psychology than Batman. Um, but I think what Batman does right is that it doesn't hide the fact that Batman is not a family man. He's like, I have my bat family. This is my family. Yeah, my parents died, but now if I look for family, these are the people I think about, not just like the Justice League or anyone like that. These are my kids, all of them. Um, and I take care of them. And though I am indoctrinating them to my mission, they their lives come first and they chose this. Um, Wolverine doesn't do that. He kind of just completely ignores the fact that they all exist too. And I like, I don't know if I enjoy that. I think you can do a Wolverine comic where if you want to do some export shit, make it just the make it the Wolverines going about it. Well, the, well, the thing is, like, I think secondarily too is that, like, I think if they change the Wolverine book and focus more on the kids, because like it was a break from the Summers kids. Like, I'm so tired of Jean Grey and and Scott Summers and they fucking progeny. Can we talk about the Howlett legacy where the Howlett kids are going, their possible futures, their possible babies, even like the whole sinking like Laura situation. You know, docking and his and and Aurora and them shitting over on poor Scout. Anything, anything but Wolverine at this point. Like, girl, we've had it. I mean, I, just, I get that. I mean, I get that Logan is the money maker, but at the same time, there's no point in you giving him all of these kids or these characters that are connected to him in this name and then you're just like making Wolverine series and then you're not doing anything with them like I mean they're technically Wolverines too so why not use that series as a way to expand and give them other arcs or you know tell more like hidden origin stories or some shit like there's there's multiple ways that you can that you can go about it versus just focusing on Logan. And it's almost like they're scared to step outside of Logan for some reason. Like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's so weird that they do that. Like, I mean, they, his other kids are just as interesting, if not better. <laughs> it's it's uh, almost giving me like what DC does with Batman, where they're always like, okay, well, we're going to tell these stories of all of his Bat family folks, and then somehow it always comes back around to why the fuck is Bruce Wayne still the Batman that we're talking about when there's all these other characters that are more interesting than him? Yeah, they they, they actually do that with the DC animated movies. Like, he's got, like, 30 animated movies, and we have, like, thousands of other DC characters that you're doing nothing with, you know? So, mm-hmm. I've I just, I don't know. It's just like, like with those two things, it's like they're almost scared to step outside of those two characters and give other characters connected to them, like some type of, some type of story or some type of, some type of something. Like it's, it's, it's scary as hell if you ask me. They scary. The <laughs> X-Men, first X-Men movie was 100% right when they, when Xavier asked the question, why would anyone be interested in, in Wolverine? He's not, He's a powerful mutant, but he's not the most powerful thing you can ever really covet. And it's true. He's not. It's not like they even telling a story about, oh, the pharmaceutical country company is something after Wolverine for its healing factor. 
now he has to defend himself or anything like that. He's never doing anything great. It doesn't impact nothing typically. And that's why I say again, one chop. Two chops. Three chops. 16 chops. Okay, All get right. off the stage, Wolverine. Thank you for coming. So, uh, Vonta, you want to take on Sword? Sure. Um, I'm not going to go through. I'm just probably just going to skip to some of the highlights. But, um, all right. Sword 11. So, we get to um, Australia where Manifold is looking at the um, station. Was that Station 1, I believe? That got blown up and is hurling towards Earth? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> the yeah. Station 1. So, yeah. So, he's looking at Station 1 with Vaz. And um, Cable is basically trying to use his telekinesis to, um, I guess, slow the descent or keep in check the, the station, but it weighs too much. And then on top of that, his um, techno-organic virus is out of control still. So we skip from that to... Um, the Alpha Flight Space Station, and we have um, Guardian who's saying um, this was only supposed to be like a PR, like this is supposed to just discredit um, Krakoa, and you know, you're putting lives in danger. And Garvik was like, right, that was just part of the plan. Um, Wizkid, he's kind of, he's kind of cackling about the whole thing, but he's terrified as he puts it um let's see so we go from that to um so Garrick starts talking to orbis stellaris um he they're basically saying that this was a um they're now in phase two they're doing a testing phase and um Garrick's like this was only you understand that this was only supposed to be an assassination attempt. But um, we go from that to we get to Planet Araco, where Storm, Gladiator, uh, Cannibal, um, uh, Frenzy, Deathbird, and Xandra, they're all about to be ganged up on by a bunch of these Lethal Legion clones. And um, Basically, we get to this major highlight that I loved about this this entire book, where Storm basically tells everybody to back away from the Lethal Legion. And Frenzy, she's basically um she's catching the this this basically Storm is dropping the air pressure around all of the Lethal Legion. She's telling Frenzy to get her ass back because you may be invulnerable, but you can still, you're still going to get crushed. So she is basically bleeding at her nose. So it, in a way, it's kind of like, you know, how people sit there and when they're using their abilities and they're overexerting their abilities, they get a nosebleed. It's quite the opposite. She is catching a nosebleed because she's holding back. And when she really lets loose, everybody just starts blowing the hell up, everybody's losing eyeballs, everything is just exploding all over the place. So, um, 
Let me see. Then Storm says that um, they'll survive, we'll get them in stasis, and then the Shi'ar could take it from there, and hopefully their creator will learn their lesson. But um, this was all a part of the um, Order Solaris's little plan or deal or whatever they had going on. They're basically testing these products or whatever. Um, so we get back to um, the Alpha Flight Space Station, and then... Um, let me see. Let me see. They're talking about, they go once again, they get into the Stradivan, um, Krakoa, and Guardians go fucking with it because he's like, he's putting millions, like putting people in danger as far as, as far as Australia. And it would have been a mass murder on a continental scale. And Henry Zyrus talking about collateral damage, all of that stuff. So, um, we get back to station one where Cable uh, is still trying to, I guess, direct the space station or whatever he's doing. And we get an awesome stunt from Manifold where he creates like this giant portal, which the station goes through and then it goes back up into space. So, um, after that, um, Cable kind of starts using his telekinesis to get his viral load under control, and um, ends that. Then we get to a big reveal with um, Zyrick and Wizkid. Wizkid is basically telling Wizkid spills the beans that he was actually the one that is the um, it was a, a double cross or whatever. And that there was no way that Dyrick could monitor, you know, his systems. He was scanning for Krakoan tech, but his technology is on a different par than Krakoa. So basically, he has every every secret file, every dirty deal, everything that Dyrick's ever done. So basically, he's like, you better start running. Dyrick starts running, and then he gets trapped in the space station. Then you see Abigail Brand standing on the other side of the door. And basically, she's saying that she doesn't have an issue with, um, she doesn't have an issue with Orcus or him or, you know, doing anything like that to take out Kokoa. But she has a problem with him being bad at what he does. So she goes into um, her DNA, like where she's from and um, they don't even know her real name and um, code names define her and define them in mutant culture, all types of stuff. And then she starts talking about um, she needed Krakoa or she needed Krakoa for a little while to make the solar system a, um, something to, I guess, um, solidify her control or whatever over the solar system. I'm not sure. But, um, so basically, she says she thinks that the solar system, she, the whole solar system would be better off without Storm or um, Charles, Eric, any of those, any of those characters. So, um, she goes ahead and she opens the, um, I guess she opens the, uh, the airlock and sucks Henry into space, and yeah, so that way, I guess they can't 
I guess I they can't prove. I would love to be sucked into space. I'm sure you would <laughs> like to be sucked into space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she gets sucked. <laughs> she gets sucked into space. Yara uh, gets sucked into space. <laughs> um, there's no, actually no proof that she um, she committed one of the laws, which is kill no man. And you kind of get uh, that is she basically explaining her all of her plans with um, what she has going on um, with Cable and um, uh, with Orcus being big fans of her and all of that stuff. And with we end the book with Wizkid asking uh, what's going on, what's happening, and she said walking away from the. Um, from the airlock, she's like, it's not about what's happened. Um, to stop. I don't know how to say whiz kid, but it's it never is. It's about what comes next. So we go from that, and then we see this thing for X Men Red that's saying a broken throne for a broken land, and you see Storm kind of cut loose, and her Hellfire Gala's um, uniform is being torn to shreds. So, any thoughts on that? So. While you were recapping this, I made a list called Why Abigail's Plan is Bad. Okay, so bear with me. Okay, okay. One, so the the currency is made by mutants who will not follow a traitor like Brand. Um, and if they lose access to soul, they cannot rule the empire and they lose their standing because they have nothing to offer the rest of the, of the universe. Um, two, she cannot conquer Araco. It is not possible. She doesn't have the magic. Um, there's too many mutants, and now they're a they're absorbing the qualities and the uses of a mutant circuit. Um, Araco didn't have this before because they were too independent in thought, but with a mutant circuit on a glassal scale of a planet, it's just not happening. Um, C, the fucking uh, aliens in the casino thing um, aren't fucking with Soul at all, and they're trying to get rid of everyone there. Abigail Brand, by turning against and dividing their resources of Krakoa further, you are now in seeing their plan and helping them. Uh, e, Wiki knows that Brand knew that Wanda died. And so he li- she lied directly to the, the main uh, husband of the Empire of the Kree-Squirrel Alliance. Uh, Abigail also left the paper trail connecting her to why allies couldn't help the Kree-Squirrel Empire. Um, so that can be proven if the people who helped out with that are still alive. Um, F, the Wakandans were not indoors turning against Storm. She's still their goddess. Even if they don't fuck with mutants, they still fuck with Storm. Um, that's not going to fly. Uh, G, Abigail cannot beat Storm. And H, Abigail is a white woman. Thank you. No, Abigail is going to remind you that she's biracial. Right, she's yeah. biracial. She's biracial. Yeah, she's just passing. She's just a little yeah. white passing. It's just, she's just a little, like in the summer, you can tell that she's really, a, she's really biracial. If it's like this, if she spends like she she stays on the field, like she did soccer one time, um, when she was a teenager, and like she got really dark that year. So kind of like Ale- uh, Alexandra Ship or whatever the hell her name is. Mm-hmm. Yes, like Alexandra. That's Shipp. what she's giving. Because that's Drizzle would have made a great Abigail brand. Drizzle looks like she has yeah. the name of Abigail. I think so. I think she has a She was named after her white grandmother. And I think she has a skin tone from green hair. Mm-hmm. She does. But, so, 
I just I, I just don't know. I, I just want to know who exactly hurt Abigail Brad because this is some deep rooted trauma <laughs> shit. Like she's coming off like she coming off like she coming off at like some straight okay, but still like she coming off like a, a straight up fucking coon. And I just don't I just I I don't understand where all of this animosity is coming from. Like girl, like you 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 taking on a lot. Like you taking on a whole like planet of mutants that are some warriors. Like that ain't people who you want to fuck with. And you already know like Storm ain't the bitch to play with either. A spacer. I want to just be a spacer. Why can't I yeah, just be a I've spacer? Why, you, why can't I just do that? Why why do don't I have call to be me a mutant? Call what? me Abigail. Oh my gosh, the, the mulatto tears of <laughs> Abigail Brand, of, of the Christian Walker of, of, of the soul system. I'm not Most black. As me. Okay. It was so fucking weird. Like, it was so much to this plan and this big reveal. Like, I was like, okay, so basically, you are self hating. So, you want to use the solar system to. I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, but like, but most, I don't know, let me not say something really fucked up. Um, the, the narrative of passing mulatto people, if you will, that they choose, they choose violence <laughs> all the time. <laughs> and I don't That's know. And I, yeah, like, it's just like, it's just, it's really, I like, I'll say this. Sword, I think, and we all say that Sword was our favorite book. This mm-hmm. issue and an ending like this really disturbed me. I mean, it's great. So Whoever was like, we, we like, we we gonna make Abigail Abigail Brand a tragic mulatto. I don't know who decided this. <laughs> I don't know. I, I never accepted like, because my mutant like, power. Oh my god! That, like oh I get, god. like I get, like I get it. But I was sitting there. I was like, okay, where the like where the fuck is this animosity coming from? <laughs> it's really like, it's really hurt. It's really giving that girl from Jerry Springer, not Jerry Springer, Murray Post. She's like, I'll never be like those Negroes. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> she said, my hair is not this... like that. She said, my hair is not like the rest of these niggers. I was like, listen, girl, listen, listen. <laughs> it's the hilarity of the situation. This is why this podcast needs to exist because I don't mm. think they realized what the fuck they were doing when they painted this character. Like this. I don't <laughs> this is. It's and very to be fair, you, ne- you never see her actually use her mutant powers ever. You never, never. see her ever. Never. Never. Like, I forgot you, what it was. <laughs> and I was like, literally, I think she, from my understanding, it was like she could heat up her hands or some shit. I bet literally Pete think Wisdom that's has, what I read. Pete Wisdom has her shook every time she see Pete. Right. <laughs> Chamber He's the better the version of, of her anyway. She probably she called them muties, and it's like Matt. she probably muties with a hard es. Muties. She probably <laughs> a hard es. <laughs> the hard mu muties. Right, right. Like, oh lord. Oh my god, this shit was so funny. I was it, so it, disturbed. It was... I didn't. I like. I really didn't know how to take it. Like, I was like, "Why is there so many betrayal going on?" I said, like, "Why her of all people?" I was like, "Okay, well." And they gonna wrap. I guess we gonna find out. Um, <laughs> Abigail Brand is just. And Prodigy's the Snow Queen. Abigail Brand's the Tragic Mulatto. And yeah, she's a tragic mulatto. She's definitely a mulatto. That would make a great shirt, Stephen. I think you should work on that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Abigail Brand, the Tragic Mulatto. 
it's gonna be green and it's gonna be the white outline of Abigail. Right? I was gonna say had a little glasses right there where her face is. But What's you got fucking... you gotta make sure that she has the the Karen I have half black kids uh, haircut also. Give her that. Oh, that, the Nissan off the, my hair. The uh, the bang, the pointed bang, half eye. Oh that looks like the worst hairstyle ever. Giving a little. A little Mary J. Blige, a little Mary J. Blige moment. She watched one music video in her entire life, and it's definitely Mary J. Blige. She loves the song just fine so much. <laughs> His name is Jayton, uh, Skyler, Malachi, something, it's something old Hebrew. Jaden, Aiden, Hayden, Caden. Malachi, because she let the father okay. name the last one. <laughs> right. But no. It's something about this whole entire issue that was also just a bit funny for me. Like, watching, like, it's also the funny hilarity of watching, like, you know, old dude struggle to lift the, uh, lift the entire sword headquarters. And you're like, Exodus did it. Jean Grey did it. Like, Magneto did that's it. Saying, the other thing that I was going to say is, so was Magneto, Polaris, Exodus, Jean Grey, Shit, Kid Omega not available? Were they just not available at all? I guess they're all I guess better not. than you. <laughs> they have to I, be because I'm like, there's no way that you you're telling me that you're an Omega level telepath. I mean, it's a, a mega level telekinetic, and you mean to tell me the only thing you can do is spear this bitch? They never well, insult Exodus like that. Never give him that title again. <laughs> Exodus, Exodus will have no Exodus ass. teleported. A whole fucking continent from one planet to another. Yeah. He oh, showed y'all Kate. this is the difference between me and these girls y'all say is like me. <laughs> I don't think Cable is an alpha, uh, a mega level tele, um, telekinetic or telepath. I think because of the tech organic virus, which I want to talk about too. Um, yeah. I don't think that he has really the full capabilities of his of his pack. I remember that day it said in the last issue that yeah the 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 the, the, the TL virus keeps keeps his telekinetic ability suppressed while yeah, the telekinetic abilities of keeping the, the techno organic virus suppressed because both of them yeah. at their fullest can really be dangerous dangerous yeah and there's a symbiotic relationship yeah yeah apparently he goes into like phalanx talking when he yeah i've never seen that before and i've seen cable get overwhelmed by, by the techno organic virus a few times so did apocalypse infect him with a version of the phalanx um Techno organic virus, knowing that in the future they will all be one big community. That the Phalanx virus, I mean that that um, Warlock will be incorporated through Kakoa. This I have a lot of questions about that. Yeah, yeah. pairing because he did that shit like three times. He was like, so I was like, why is that Phalanx talk? Why is he talking like that? Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, like, okay, so. This is this is interesting, but it's also a little part of Abigail's plan because at some point it's like um, he it's like he's weakened now, so he's not like at his full like his full strength or his full capability. So I guess that'll make it easier for her to take him out in, or some shit like that. That was a dumb idea though because the failings is not a thing you can control. Like it touched the rest of the ship. I fully believe that it integrated itself into the ship, very much like how Warlock integrated into Coca-Cola. Um, it's just a part of the nervous system there. And it's just living and spying everybody, which again, kudos to Cypher, smartest girl in the building, smart girl, right. never undermine a past mutant ability because they are geniuses 
Um, Cypher was up there on that ship. Abigail would not have flown far. <laughs> right. This yeah, is just the top-notch reason also why Kid Cable was probably the better version of Cable. He might have not have been as bloodthirsty or anything, but he had better control of his abilities. Um, I also want to say that I think maybe it has something to do with the fact that Cable has now been evolving with it. Like he resurrected, he said, put that shit back on me. Um Yeah, like I don't understand that either. Like, why would you even like or, or is it or is or is he doing that so he doesn't become Nate Gray? Because because the other side of that is him becoming Nate Gray. I think it's both. strife. I think hmm. it's both. I don't think he knows how to exist. Like remember it's like that baby who's like making telekinetic waves and he cries. He doesn't know how to exist without it. Um, it's a part of his identity. He had it since he was a baby. Like he's like, this is not a thing I think about. But we have other mutants that do the same thing. Karma uh, was resurrected with her leg uh, still amputated. Um, yeah. Gambit has been resurrected, and he's still missing the piece in his brain that makes him an Omega Omega level mutant. Like, there's a bunch of them that have done exactly that. Wait, somebody took a oh, mask. Uh, you said what now? Cable. Oh. You want to go ahead, Henry? No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, because I was going to say, because Cable had the option to be, when he um, died, like when they brought him back, they had the option to take away the techno-organic virus, but he chose to keep it, which, I mean, He I'm did the same sh- thing I'm... with Hope. Hope offered to, was able to heal him, and he said, no, I'll keep it. Yeah, I think it's maybe just that cold. I won't say it's like a it's a symbiotic relationship, like they said in the comment. I think that's a good use to explain why he's like doing that, even though we know editorially it's because they don't want to get rid of too many disabled characters because they only have so many. And they if they quote unquote solve death by cloning people, then you can just eas- easily just go, well, why don't they all just be quote unquote normal? When in reality, it's just them saying, like, I actually prefer myself this way. And with cable, it really does make sense because like, I don't know how to exist without it. I'm very powerful. And because my mature brain cannot not do this anymore, um, I'm going to need to keep it, even if I can be cured of it. It's just not what I want to do. That's not how I identify my powers. And I think I like the aspect of him where his arm was his arm permanently changed. I think like the new yeah. design that he has for his arm is now going to be seen going forward, which I think will open a lot more storytelling opportunities. Especially with now they're they're dealing with their own little Hydra moment with Abigail Brand. Um, Karen Brand is just going crazy. She her something about the blonde, the green hair. I think it's dye. Uh, the dye in her hair is just seeped into her brains and starts whispering to her to do shit. That's what it seems like. Yeah, man. man fuck Abigail Brand. Yeah, because she was shaking. Did y'all see that meme of that little figurine in the store that was shaking with that wig? That's what she was trying like, to give it. Like, she, she like that. <laughs> like, that's I think they're going to retcon this, though. This is not going to be a permanent decision. We're going to retcon it somehow. They're going to say, oh, she got possessed by Bramamu, and she was being controlled no, the entire time. She's I, not I, bad. I want her ass I want her ass put in the motherfucking uh, thing in Krakoa. I want her to go under. She's gonna take Storm's powers. Watch. She's gonna take Storm's powers away. Fuck her. If they do that again, I swear to God. I'm calling Aurora. Storm is just gonna still uh, whoop her, whoop everybody's ass. Powers or not, she shows it all the time. All them fucking switchblades. She keeping her motherfucking shit anyway. So those razors in her mouth. 
And anytime that they want to show off how badass right. Storm is, they're always like, and we're going to take her powers, and then she's going to fight somebody who's, like, unbeatable, and then she's going to whoop their ass, even without her powers. We see it all the and time. Her little brain's going to make her little hand fire thing. Goes, look at what I can. Look what I'm I can do. I'm going to touch you in your face. Bad touch. Uh, I just I can't stand her. Stand power sucks. next to Pete Wisdom. Her so whole situation. Right. I was gonna say our whole situation is basically the mutants bullied me when I was a little girl for being light skinned, and now I just can't stand it. They call me Abigail Brand because my power is to make my hands set on fires. That's so offensive to treat me like the rest of the community because my power is a part of my culture. Have you considered that I'm more than my power? I hate you, and I hope all the Rocco takes turn eating you. I hope we cannibalize you. Actually, I hope storm destroys your planet. I hope Storm destroys her home planet. I said it. I want that to be her one moment she snaps. Uh, me too. And I don't want him to do a thing where she's too perfect to kind of snuff out and do. I want her to do that shit with her whole chest. Like, I saw somebody say something to the effect that it's like they're almost scared to let Storm be, you know, vulnerable in certain situations. And it's almost like she's too perfect, which kind of makes it boring, which I don't. I agree with that to a degree because I feel like she should be able to do something that's like, well, this is not normal for her, but we can see why she did it. You know what I'm saying? Like she she perked the fuck out or she did something. So if she just decides that she does want to destroy the planet, I'm not going to sit there and say that I want her to, but I wouldn't be mad if she did because they kept fucking with her and her role. That's just how I see it. Ain't no bitch gonna keep it. Ain't ain't too many times the bitch gonna threaten to kill me or throw some knives from their hands out there at me, and then I'm just gonna keep taking this shit. Like I'm I'm gonna be over it at a certain point. You silly jokester, try to kill me, silly. (laughs) Like goofy, like (laughs) like come on. That's how we say I love you. We try to stab each other. Exactly. But I do have to give E-Wing his props for that little um, stunt that he did with Storm because I love when they start experimenting with her and air pressure. This is the first time I would have to say she's used air pressure in a a violently offensive type of way because we've never seen her do that before. So even though they'll be okay once they're in stasis, I would have to say I I fucked with that because it was like she'll she'll take it there. Mama, Mama told Frenzy the bitch whose whole power is I'm durable as fuck and I can tank whatever the fuck. That's her whole fucking power. She told Frenzy, you might want to back up, sweetie, because I'm going to crush everything. Exactly. Her nose was bleeding because she was trying to hold back. <laughs> like, that's some, that, like, it's used, like I said, it was usually the other way around, but now it's like, that's some bomb ass shit. I love that. I, I love think that I respect that approach definitely a lot more when it's to reach the maximum of her abilities. I'm like, there's no idea way I'm going to ever believe that Storm loses control. I would believe that to push the upper limits of her control over how powerful she actually is now um, is something I respect a lot more. Like she said, I don't want to kill the town and that is the lightest tap I can do naturally. Let me just try to kill just this tight little group here. Um, I respect that, especially because, again, we never really see her using her air powers like that, other than to fly. I will agree that she uses it a lot more often than we give it credit for, but it's never in an offensive manner. Um, it also gets undershot because she's often dealing with like superhumans. 
And so when she makes a hurricane, it looks less impressive. But we forget that she just made a hurricane, a big ass hurricane. It's not anything like, you know, to laugh at. On the spot. Yeah. Like instantaneous type of thing. I also love but little girl also- going, retreat? So Storm's here. We don't have to go nowhere. We're good, baby. Yeah, Xandra has so much faith in her. I, I, I think it's cute. I definitely think it's cute. Said, Storm has taught me I'm never running again. They want to kill me. They want to kill me. Yeah. Death Bird said, oh, we're going to retreat. She said, no, the fuck you, Matt. She said, you're going to stay your ass right here. <laughs> stay here. Watch her Aurora handle this. That's my goddess. Thank you very much. <laughs> Amen. My God is an awesome God. All right, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and um, do we move to uh, Trial of Joseph? Yeah. Who's doing yeah. Trial of Joseph? Will you do a Trial of Joseph Showtime? I mean, I, I can. I can. So I'm just going to do the uh, big highlights here. Um, the biggest highlight is that this whole fucking time we could have just got this one goddamn issue and been okay. End of story. Um, so we open the damn book up to Wanda pointing fingers like it's the fucking playground and pointing out that it was Toad that, um, that killed her. Um, so then Toad is taken to the quiet council and they, um, put him in the hole. Uh, while Emma is sitting there, she telepathically reminds Wanda, if you tell any fucking body about Bitch, um, right about the resurrection protocols, know that the next time you die, it's going to stick. Just know that. Um, so then there's a bunch of evidence that's brought forth, um, sh- prove, quote unquote, proving that uh, Toad was the one uh, that killed Wanda. Then we go through like a flashback period. Uh, actually, before that, um, we have some dialogue about how Magneto deals with trauma, that he deals with trauma very um, unhealthily, healthfully, unhealthy, whatever. Um, and that uh, he deals with trauma by being extra uh, aggressive and then later has to cry about it in, in, uh, in private so that he's not seen as quote-unquote weak. Um, same then says, we do, same. Uh, I see you, then girl. We do, uh, <laughs> then we go to a flashback to the end of uh, the Hellfire Gala where Wanda pops up on the island uh, talking to Magneto, and we go through and see that they actually had a plan put forth um, to sort of stage uh, Wanda's death. Um, then we go to a further back uh, flashback where Wanda had set up a uh, magical uh, trio and invites Legion, Proteus, and uh, Polaris to be part of this uh, spell that she's casting. Um, she instinctively knows to pull Proteus as uh, the child of um, a leader of Krakoa, she does, which is why she also pulls Legion and Polaris. Um, the spell that she's trying to cast doesn't work with Polaris in this in the circle. Uh, so instead, um, they kind of say that uh, Wanda is still Magneto's, I guess, spiritual daughter, I guess is what they're going for. Um, and so she steps into the circle and ends up being able to cast this spell uh, with Legion and Proteus. So she's involving uh, 
mutant magic as part of uh, her spell that she's casting, um, comes to find out that she, in order to finish off the spell, that she needs to go through the resurrection protocols through Kakoa. And so she's asking um, Magneto to help stage her death. And so she creates the uh, Uru disc that um, ends up uh, uh, trapping her and kidnapping, and sorry, and killing her. Um, so that she can uh, fake her death. And then Magneto is the one who says uh, that he will essentially take ownership of that so that um, that she's believed and can uh, officially go through the Kokoan uh, resurrection protocols. Uh, we have a cute little moment with Kyle and Northstar where Northstar finds out that the baby that he adopted um, is going to be resurrected. Uh, and it, because she was a mutant, that they're going to, he and Kyle are going to be able to uh, adopt a mutant child. Um, uh, we find out that the spell that Wanda cast is a spell that allows um, uh, for a, a uh, for the, the resurrection protocols to now include any mutant who may have existed before, after, in another universe. Uh, before uh, Cerebro has been able to sort of download their memories um, and then also gives uh, the mutants a, another option instead of going through the crucible if they want to be resurrected, uh, if they're depowered or whatever. Um, if they want to be resurrected, they can go into this gate that now opens up um, to what they're calling the waiting room, which allows you to essentially decorporate from your body and your mind and soul um, sort of hangs out until they're able to resurrect you. So you no longer have to go through the crucible um, unless you just want to do that. Um, they bring back the first person that they bring back as part of this process is uh, John Proudstar, um, and so he's brought back uh, and brought up to date on the whole process. Um, and then uh, we get to the uh, end of the book where. Um, Exodus is sitting down with the children doing story time again, um, and this time around, uh, his story is altered, and Wanda assists him in telling the story of how uh, once upon a time there was a witch who um, cast a spell and um, eliminated a lot of mutants, and then she came back and cast another spell and was able to provide them a boost to the resurrection protocols. Um, and then that is how we end the trial of Joseph, the one and only issue that was worth anything. So rude comments. They set my nigga up. <laughs> they set him up. Um, Coco is not for everyone. They underneath that bus and strapped him down there, ran him over once, back, back the fuck up, squashed him again. Um, Time out. And you were breaking up a lot, so I want you to repeat that. Okay. I realized as soon as it flashed, internet connection is unstable. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, I was saying they ran, they threw that nigga underneath the bus, ran him over, backed the fuck up, got out the car, beat him, and then framed him for double homicide. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Toad didn't deserve that. Toad should not have been a liability in that. And yeah, I understand why they do it. Um, that's good on you, Leah Michelle. I'm sorry, Leah Mil- Leah Williams. Sorry, I get I get um, pale people confused all the time. Uh, wow. <laughs> Leah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna start the Justice Leah Williams fan club because I think this comic kind of reveals to me that some of the issues in the narrative might not be her. And I think, like, you know, we've seen X-Force. I mean, X-Factor. We've seen X-Factor, and then we've seen this. And every single one has had the same consistent issues, which is great plot elements, great story elements, but then we get to a point where something is not handled with enough time. And so we got too short on the Prodigy situation uh, with the Ed Burke storyline, and then we got this storyline that has gone on for too long, way too long, and got really convoluted really quickly but things that did not need to be convoluted like the demon attack didn't need to happen truly didn't um we could have gotten to something else it's it went to shit and i think you know that's just proof to me that maybe leah williams needs to just be given how many issues is necessary to tell a story and that's it this one could have been three yeah, yeah, it really, it really could have been, really been a one shot, but that's it. Yeah, like, like, like it did, just, um, onslaught revelation, it could have been like that. It didn't need I all feel of like with the noir elements that they started with, um, which they kind of just threw away after a while, I think it couldn't have been done in a one shot just yet because in a one shot, the suspense isn't really going to be there. Like, I think they were trying to bank one. Um, but we'll see. I haven't read it all the way through all over again yet. Um, because I don't really want to go through that trauma. I might do it this weekend, but right now I haven't reread it all the way through to see does this all close together as a com- a cohesive mystery, even though you, you guys don't investigate nothing. You guys just do one investigation and then you kind of just give up. First of yeah, all, like I- go ahead. No, go ahead, babe. No, you got it. Um, I I read it twice because like I was really confused about the whole Alicia and Fields the waiting room situation. Um, I this was the best part like the bookends of this of the trial of Magneto were like the best parts of it. Um, I do I I I do call um um what's the word I'm looking for um I call bullshit on like the John Prowlstar resurrection. Because uh, if allegedly that Cerebro wasn't able to resurrect him because he wasn't in the thing, how did they resurrect Petra, Darwin, um, uh, and um, and Sway? And well, Vulcan was already alive. Darwin, not Darwin, but Petra and Sway, they were both were dead. But they definitely were the X Men before Deadly Genesis, before Prowlstar, I mean, before Thunderbird was an X Men. So how were they able to be resurrected, but he wasn't? So like. What is the truth? Because I was always so like, our time so weird that like the X Men had a jet called the Proud Star, and I was like, but Sway and Petra walking around Krakoa like fly fancy free, and they died before him. So how could he not get resurrected? But he did. I was so confused about that, and even now, like I think they don't realize what they may have written or what they may have done, but it that doesn't make sense. Um, I do appreciate. Wanda going from the great pretender to the great redeemer. I do feel like this is MCU uh, fan service and retconning to make sure that like 
whatever they do with Doctor Strange's new movie coming up, and I guess they do it at the season of WandaVision for the Agatha Harkness series that's coming up that they're trying to like turn her into a mutant or whatever the hell they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. I don't like it. Um, I prefer her as being a great pretender. I don't forgive Wanda for what she's done. Um, I feel like, you know, we call it Eva Steven, but you're still not welcome here. It's still not clear if she's um, a mutant or not. Um, I do feel like it's really strange that Dr. Lorna Dane is being gracious to that vagabond of a woman when Lorna is much better than her and is biologically related. Like, they sh- like that's about how they shat on Lorna the whole series. They did not like, interact the entire run, and now they finally speak to each other. <laughs> Like, we're yeah, sisters. I always no, thought you not. were my sister. What? Lorna, Lorna first talked. All, also, I, I just, I have, like, several questions related to how the fuck did you convince Toad to be the scapegoat yes. for this? He's in yes. love with Wanda, that's why. And he's loyal to Magneto. That, it made sense that he's the only one they can convince. That, that's fine. But then you have a room of literal Omega-level telepaths. A room of yes. them. A whole room of them. And you none of you decided to read his mind? None of you. All of these individuals, none of you read his mind. This is not realistic. It's not realistic at all. Unless he has some secondary mutation or they edited his memory. It, even if it was like, all right, it wasn't telepathic, it was a magical uh, re- thing. Um, you have Celine, Magic, Pixie, Hi boy. Like none of you, none, not one of you. Probably clocked Prodigy. how easily Cybern was lying, and all of them broke it down. Like we have you lying on four yes. counts. <laughs> you had all of X Factor sitting there, and all of them could read your mind. Yeah. There's so many plot holes, like the chrono skimming, everything. It is so many plot holes in this situation. Like, I'll. Wait, Rachel chrono skimmed the area, right? Especially the chrono skimmed the area. Rachel's like right there. Right. That's just a glamour. That I will blame on the useful. Glamours. Wanda. I'll give it. I'll. Then my radical imagination that far and go, the glamours would obscure the chrono skipping. I'll give them that. Prodigy would have been able to tell that Toad was lying. Toad doesn't have any mental sense. They changed and edited his memories to match up. That should have been the issue, maybe, of them saying, like, we, chrono- we read his mind, we've done everything, and now we've identified that he is guilty of this. I don't understand why they had to do this at, at, at the expense of Toad, though. Like I, like, I get, like, you know... You know, like, you know, the, the like, it's like, wouldn't it just been enough that, like, you know, we set this all up just so, you know, that, that we could get, you know, 20 million mutants back and, you know, no need to put Toad in the middle of this. It's like, they just had to have, like, somebody, like, in the ground. For, for, like, and the thing is so weird, like, it still never really explained how they coerced Toad into doing this. I, don't, I, I honestly don't know as far as the context is concerned, but I really feel like Toad was, like, the easier person to use. Or he was like the 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 easiest person that they can use. Like, oh hey, you know, we'll use Toad, and he won't care, and just throw him in the hole. Like, you know, I kind of feel like what else is Toad doing? Huh? I guess also because there's no Toad doing right now. 
But he could be doing it. His running the Wolverine and the X Men was like one of his best versions. And like we all said, we wanted a new Brotherhood Mutant comic because we want them to reevaluate those characters through a new lens of what Krakoa now stands for. Especially because I also wanted Toad and Blob to be having more interactions because, again, those two mutants, they suffer the most disrespect for having physical mutations than I want to say any other character in the series, really. And like real talk, Toad is one of those mutants who's like, my mutation is this, and that's why I act like this. And everyone's just like, oh, well, we don't care. You're gross, and you're not like a human, and they spit on him. And now they criminalized him. They threw him away into the hole without even, no one cried about it. No one second-guessed it. Yeah, it has to do with Toad's behavior during the trial, but it was just to convince them. I hope that they come out with the truth eventually. You know, they love doing those exposed issues events where they go, everyone's secrets is coming out. Um... And I know that Orcus is most likely to do it, uh, going into Cerebro and grabbing everyone's memories and leaking that shit to the general population about things that everyone has done, which would be a good event. Honestly, I would read that and enjoy it. But I think that should be the calling card for the issues going on with the whole, especially because Cypher probably knows. You're right. Cypher right, knows right. everybody's tea. Everybody's. It, it just it's just very it's just very questionable to me about how all that went down. Like I, I, I it left me with more questions. I'm just like and I, I think like wasn't this book one of the books is like they got caught in a little bit of delay because of the pandemic? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Listen, we never had to talk about child Joseph again. Um This was definitely some how to get away with murder shit, I'll say that. Not even that. This was like a bad Netflix documentary, true crime documentary, because they really did blame the mentally ill, physically, you know, different, like altogether mutant for everything. And everyone just went, yeah, he did it. It's definitely him. And he's like, she betrayed the Brotherhood. She betrayed Magneto, the pretender. And I'm like, that's not... Y'all read out the ball. This council like, sucks. Weren't they, all, weren't they all together at the lagoon thing, like drinking and shit? Like him, yeah, silver, silver. And blah, blah. like I just find that so mm-hmm. strange. Like, it, like you have like, like, like told, like lingering in the background, like chilling or in the investigation. Like, that's my girl, that's my friend, and y'all killed my friend. Like, this, you gonna just swing toad in, and be like, oh, he killed her. Like, bro, like really, that don't make no sense to me. Like, I would like, prefer like, that he was more involved with the the investigation. They went, oh, Toad is going to come in to make sure everyone's like following the investigation. I would have gone with that. I'm like, yeah, and that makes sense because he inserted himself into the investigation. But I'm like, none right. of these characters involved really has like that substantial of a history. And yeah, I agree with you. I think they did this because they want to advocate more for the MCU version of Wanda, which you right. know that's my girl. I love MCU Wanda. She did nothing. Wrong. <laughs> she did nothing wrong. <laughs> But Colin Mark, it's, it's all very weird to me. I I I I don't know who to blame for the trial of uh, Jacob and how all this all played out. I just find it all to be like immensely foolish. I don't really Tyler understand. Perry. Tyler Perry is behind it. It's a it's a scheme set up by Todd. Mm-hmm. It's giving the Tyler Perry um the have and the have not series finale. This is what it's giving. It really was. Well, yeah, like that shit was just like out of dead. That was dead, dead. That was. Horrible. <laughs> Wigs, uh, drama, homophobia. 
car accidents, killing everyone in the middle of a storyline. Because then he rolled himself in a corner. He could not figure out what to do. So he just started killing people on the spot. This person got drowned. I'd rather just kept the X-Factor book ongoing than to give us this shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would have been okay if this was the end of the X-Factor run. I would have been okay with that. Right. Right, because it makes sense because all the other books are ending right now, too, so it would have made all I just really hope that when they go into they go into Destiny's that they don't do this whole like ending book. Even like like one thing that DC does is that like you know you're getting a mini series when you pick up the first book. Like this is one of six, one of eight. Like I'm okay with that. But stop trying to sell me a book as it being ongoing and it's not. Like yeah. that's just that's starting to get dumb now. Like it's like like oh, even like indeed. sword ending. Because I cannot think about X Factor and that, that how they ended that shit with Prodigy. It will haunt me until right. they resolve that shit. Because it's awful. I, I'm on, I'm listening to Cerebro, uh, the other podcast for our favorite uh, gay mutant lover. Um, and right now they're discussing Prodigy storyline. And I'm going to get more into it, but I'm just really excited to see other people's takes on that. Because I'm like, it's still, it's permanently tainted a character. And them doing that has permanently tainted his character. To the point I can't enjoy him until they take some time to take this character and walk him through. Okay, you just went through this harrowing traumatic situation. Um, that even if we don't know exactly what it went through in the context of it, would probably be very triggering for a lot of black readers of this comic to sit there and listen and understand that this character that unanimously was very popular amongst black queer readers of the X-Men, um, went through that, let alone is now just being ignored for it. Right. But anyway, right. set trial of Joseph on fire. Um, I can't believe they canceled X Factor for us for this four issue, mm-hmm. like four or five issues of this shit. I just there was no there was no read like Cardi B said like what was the reason? <laughs> and right, they a chaotic that. mess. Why do we have and so many Avengers? Why what do we, have we so many get X-Men out of this involved? is now we can resurrect any and everybody, and this is also going to be their excuse. And their rationale for whenever there was a mutant that was depowered, they came back and suddenly has their powers. They went into the waiting room and just got resurrected. That's going to be just that. They also saw souls. And that, and um, Magneto is going to leave the Quiet Council uh, soon. So he should. He should. should. He fucking should. After all this bullshit, bitch, you fucking should. You can you pack your shit and you need to fucking go, man. This is your fucking fault, you stupid bitch. Yeah, you should have gone to the hole, honestly. He really should have, and he also specifically, I'm agreeing with Henry just on the fact of how he treated Polaris and like the first, the first issue or the second issue or both. It was just Before so issues. like fucking this. Yeah, it was just like yeah, like it was just fucking. It was just fucking like despicable how you were talking to her. Like it was like you were trying your best to bring her down and make her seem mm-hmm. like she wasn't shit. Like it was just it was you. Yeah, go ahead and go. <laughs> Get back and shit, bro. We good. He was just on a whole new level of ain't shit, Dad. He was getting full Brandy's dad and um, Moesha. Full Moesha's dad. He went full on out. Show did call her a hoe. Made her run to her room. And then she had to apologize. What? Right. (laughs) Apologize to a goddamn thing. He said, that's still your father. You need to go say sorry and go back home. He called me a hoe. He slut-shamed me. While 
also having another baby. Let's just get into that because you you're not a good dad. You're not practicing what you preach. And you sitting here judging me. I'm more honorable. I ain't got no babies. I ain't cheating on people. I maybe be a little judgmental, a little dumb. But you know, I'd rather be that than being whatever you are in existence. Period. So what else y'all got? I think that's all we got for trial of Magneto. Trial yeah, of that's all. Yeah, we're glad that's over. Trial of Mag Ghetto. It's yeah. Okay, I think that brings us to this week's circuit party. Finally back in the hands of Table Dust. Yes, yes. Give me life, babies. Give me life. So for mm, I love it. Enthusiasm is pulling me with energy. Okay. So for this week, um, for the for our circuit party, we're gonna be discussing an end of year wrap-up. It's gonna be a little fun, a little festive, a little exciting. So for when I say the highest um issue or the biggest high that we have this week in terms of what we've got in runs, our middle in terms of runs and lows. There's no structure to this. Anyone can chime in. Anyone can give their observations and opinions. Then at the end, we're going to discuss the characters that have had the biggest impact. You know, who's our favorite? You know, who's the actual Wolverine um, of the fan base? Because based off like how Ewing and Hickman have painted everything across the board and given particular attentions to specific mutant representations um i'm gonna go with my bottoms first because you know i respect bottoms in my house so um wow um cable wolverine children of the atom fallen angels and half of x corp are my bottom on my uh list I completely forgot Children of the Atom happened. So did everybody else. Oh my God, we got blocked that shit out of memory. What was that comic book about again? We what was it? gimmick. It was about gimmick yes, being gimmick. a mutant secretly. That's it. Yeah, did she only have like I thought she was introduced in, like a one shot or something like where only she was. Featured. She was. Yes, in that Marvel, yes. One of Marvel voices situation. I think yes, it's I love that for her. You know, we need more Afro-Latinx, you know, characters, especially shapeshifters. Love it. And the rest of those books were awful. Um, my my tops, my fellow tops, uh, Sword. Move your hand. Hellions. Way of X. Excalibur. And everything else was just in the middle. Mm. Well, I'll, I'll say this about your list. I'm one man's top is another man's bottom because way of X was trash. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the verse agenda is a thing. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Ruffles to say something? Um, you want to go? Go ahead. God. Uh, <laughs> let, me think, let me think. My bottoms. My bottoms. My bottoms. I would say definitely way of X. Um, X Corp. I, I don't know right. why that even was. I, I, I think that. I feel like S Corp. X Corp was worse than Fallen Angel. I, my, my, Fallen Angel's Falls is a mid for me. It wasn't that terrible of a book. Uh, cause we got a lot of things out of uh, 
Psylocke's development. So like I appreciate Fallen Angels for that to give some foundation to her character and her like give a, a modus operandi for her. Um, I, but I will say that was the worst. Um, I would say Wolverine is by far the worst. Um, I enjoy Cable actually. Um, Cable would be probably one of my top books. Cable. Um, I will say. I will say the first X Men was mid. The second X Men was more like my favorite. Oh, okay, we got a list. Wait, wait, we got a list. We got a list. Okay, wait. Friend is helping. Friend is helping. Let me zoom in. Let me zoom in. Okay, all right. So, uh, wait, wait. Let me go back. Wait, where'd it go? Where'd it go? Wait, wait. I gotta, I gotta isolate. <laughs> Fucking technology. Okay, here we go. All right. So, uh, at the top, who's at the top, friend? I can't see. X Men. Okay, X Men. Okay, so the okay first X Men was mid. Second X Men was um was was a top. Uh, X Factor was a top. X Corp was definitely a bottom. Um, uh, New Mutants is definitely mid. X Force is definitely mid. Fallen Angels is mid. Hellions is a top. Excalibur. Yeah, Hamish says it's mid for me. Um, Sword is a top. Wolverine is, is is definitely a bottom. Cable was definitely a top for me. Um, Mirage is top. Children of Adam was a mid for me because I actually liked the story and like you know of a uh, uh, trans uh, tr- uh, transracial mutants. I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. It was a mess, but I enjoyed it. And um, Red X was definitely like a bottom for me. Okay, I think that's my cue to go. Um, um. Oh, Vontae, you want to go first? Uh, yeah, I can. Um, so, Sword was definitely in my top. Um, Hellions, too. Um, the first half of X-Force was... I actually liked the first half of X-Force, and then it kind of started doing whatever the fuck it was doing. Um, random mutant sharks jumping out the water and shit. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Baby shark to do to do do yeah, so the first half, the first, the first part, the first you know few issues was okay. Um, let me see, Excalibur. I'll go ahead and put. I think that was mid for me. I'll I'll do mid. I might have to go ahead and reread that again, but Excalibur was mid for me. Um, let me see what other ones. Um, X Men. Um, the sec the second one that was top for me. Um, let's see the rest of them. Uh, Way of, uh, of X was the bottom. Children of the Atom was the bottom. Wolverine was Wolverine was like a power bottom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see what other ones. A power that? bottom that knows his body. Yeah, that knows his body. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, Fallen Angels was mid for me. Um, I put Marauders at the top. Um, X Corp is a power bottom of Wolverine. Definitely a power bottom of Wolverine. They're definitely um, Scissor Sisters. Um, Some purses. Yeah, bumping purses, yes. Um, let me see. Table, that was mid. That was me. Mm. X Factor, 
liked X Factor, so X Factor would be probably it'll be mid, it'll be mid because it wasn't bad, but that ended was trash, so I put it in the mid. Um, yeah, I think that everything else can go to the bottom <laughs> if I miss okay. Lot. Table Dusk is up next, the tastemaker. Um, the one you've been waiting for. So let's get into it. Cable Reloaded, that is um, a shitty bottom. That's a DL bottom, um, if I ever heard of one. Uh, the Onslaught Revelation, that is also a DL bottom. Um, the girl wasn't giving what he thought it was giving. Um, Planetized X-Men, that is a verse top of the most premium quality. Verse mm-hmm. top. That's the top of that you, you know, eat his ass. That's the top who knows all the tricks. He knows how to get it going. That's not a one hour ride. That's a nightly um, ordeal. Um, King in Black, Marauders. That was something I believe I actually skipped. I don't think I read that one, so I can't give it an actual review. Um, Inferno, so far, top. Um, the girl was giving. Um, and we, so far, since it's like we passed the middle run, that means that it's going to pass whatever test I give it. The Destiny reveal in the first issue did wonders for the entire comic, um, giving us exactly what we were looking for immediately so that we have nothing to expect going forward and we're just constantly being shocked and surprised. Was a phenomenal trick. And as a writer, I commend you guys. Good work. Um, Trial Magneto, bottom. Uh, X Men Unlimited, first top, uh, middling, first top. Um, X Men, the first volume, that. Because of the same conclusion, the, the child vault, um, and specific aspects of the storytelling where they were giving characters spotlight moments, um, I'm going to give it a mostly a top because those individual characterization moments were really beautiful before they finally figured out what they wanted to do going forward. Um, especially also the introduction of Summoner and the few Arako storytelling moments that we got. I think literally that's when we got introduced to the concept of what Arako was outside of Akara, was in X-Men. So I'm going to give that what it's looking for. X-Corp, bottom, girl, you could have done so much better. Um, I really feel like, Teeny, maybe you asked for Emma Frost and they told you, hell no. Um, but, you know, for some reason, I don't know how you have Monet in the room and she sucks. Um, I don't know how you have Selene in the room and she kind of sucks. That girl is, is, she should be giving, and she wasn't giving, and that's a tragedy. That's tragedy. We have X, uh, middle and bottom. Um, there were some saving graces, but overall, it just was not accessing the things they need to access. Uh, Children of the Atom, bottom. Cable, bottom. Uh, X-Men, the latest volume. Um, Strict's top. Uh, <laughs> Wolverine, um, bottom, bottom. Also a deal about them, um, paints every single time. Excalibur, top. Love magical storytelling. I love magic. Uh, X-Force, bottom. Has kind of start skimming midway through all of them. It's not giving to me. Uh, the New Mutants, top. The New Mutants get top for me because I really like the characterization as well in this. Even though I don't like that MLA is acting like a fucking kid and he's literally 18 and up. You know, he's a twink, so I guess that makes sense that he's acting like a fucking child. Uh, sword top love love what you've given storm um continue with uh i'm really happy that you guys are actually shifting titles because now we can stop giving attention to abigail white woman and give all the exclusive attention to storm which is the reason why we all showed up in the first place um x factor you know what leah i'm gonna give you a top 
I'll give you a top. Even though that ending left a bitter taste in my mouth, you could have done more if you were given the time. You know, you you Hamilton that shit. You could have done so much more if you were given time. Hellions top. And then there's also the final title, the final X title that no one would seem to mention. Um, the Eternals, uh, powerful top, power top. Um, I'm really disappointed that no one mentioned the Eternals as an X comic, but it's definitely an X comic. Um, girl, girl, you were wild. Girl, you really tried to fuck out of that. You gonna plug really that punk did. ass book on this lovely quality <laughs> programming. Girl, fuck the Eternals, fuck the Great Value X Men, fuck, fuck uh the Discount Avengers, fuck them, fuck them in a in a movie that did Double Wood, fuck them. The movie did phenomenally. Excuse the fuck out of you, sir. <laughs> but also, um, I wanted to say I was hoping that the Do- Death of Doctor Strange X Men run would drop soon too, but it didn't. But do we want to include the Phoenix contest thing that they did that technically no. would fall? No. Nope. No. Okay. No. 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 That's three. Ch- that's four chops, actually. So. No. No. Absolutely no. not. That, she wouldn't kill MLK Boulevard. So she would never get her X chance. Swords. Let's look at the event as well. Let's look at X of Swords. How do we, in retrospect, now that it's all over, how do we review X of Swords? Because, you know, this we is... made that tweet about loving it and then everyone tried to murder us. I actually truly enjoyed it. So the ending, so the way I look at events is I look at where were we when we started, where did we end up, and what do we use from this event to move forward? So with mm-hmm. X of Swords, yes, it was 22 fucking issues long, and we got very little actual like combat action, and it was sort of sold to us as like a, a combat uh, event. So that was disappointing. Sure, I get that. But I don't know if I believe got that, that, though. I think that's people's excuse for the actual event and the tournament. But I'm like, it was well, we got right, those man, issues of hunting for the sword. The hunting for the sword with battles. It was false advertising. Because they sat there and they had them get these swords and who will survive the contest? Who would who would right. come yeah, like, it look like, like there's going like, to be like, a sword combat? And it ended up not being that. But what we got was we got Araco. Yeah, so that's why it and I be think that is for me worth the whole event. Storm, beat. it's mid for me. It's mid for me also. It's not. A, it's because I think like we got some great elements out of it. Like we got Jade of Blood Moon. We got Rocco. We got Cypher's Marriage. Um, what else did we get out of it? That's really good. All the fucking um, the, the like, like swords. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then we have some, but it's like, but it's the same issue that like the child Magneto had. Like, it's a great bookend. Like the beginning of it was really great, and it was really great. We got seeing um Storm with Death was like really hot. Like it got some, it had some really good moments. But like, I think I was like expecting an all out war, and I didn't get that. Like I'm kind of like hoping to see like a little bit more like bloodshed. I will say like the downsides of it is that we lost Gorgon in it, and and I, I think stand him in that issue though. Yeah, that was just bullshit. Gorgon, I think Gorgon's issue too. was beautiful. I like Gorgon's death. I'll be honest. I, I it know. made me want to enjoy him more. But I think I look at the moment of him like showcasing like, this is why I am when death is at the door. I ain't running from this shit. If I die, I die forever. And I was like, this character, I actually might he bumped up into my top ten villains. 
just off of that one issue. I mean, he had thought like, he ride or die, yeah. but like now Neff left with some crazy nigga in Central Park acting weird. But that's the common they better fix Gorgon and Rock Slide after this. They better fix Rock Slide and Gorgon after this. They got they got that's the comic writer's fault. They threw him away. The comic writers threw him away. They didn't do nothing with them. And I, I really like no that. They could have did anything. Because I think no one really knew who he was prior to that. Like, I'm not saying that like Gorgon is like a throwaway character. I don't think that either. But like, I just didn't. And and of course, like in these things, like somebody has to die. Like for real, for real, die. But I just didn't think that it would be Gorgon. I thought it'd been like, why, why don't y'all ever kill Wolverine and keep him dead? They did for they a little while. That, that was a whole they, event. They always bring him back. No, but but did they really could have had old man Logan in his place? Yeah. though? it was like yeah. you gotta have some essence of a Wolverine. So can we let Lord Kenny shine, please? Oh, they're definitely not gonna try. They're definitely not gonna let a woman take that mantle. They're definitely they definitely not gonna do She's not Wolverine. But look how they do. But look how they did Miles Morales. They're going to do the same thing with Laura. They're going to do the same thing with her. It's a tragedy. It's so it's sad. I know but y'all saw since that. We're getting that, into... uh, that young man on the oh. internet's talk about. Well, y'all need to call um, uh, Miles Morales uh, basically Spider Monkey or whatever the fuck. Oh, like oh, 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 Arachnid oh, Phantom Spider. <laughs> Right, Spe- Specter, Spider, or some shit like. Yeah, like girl, shut up. Coon Crawler, no, Spider Man, call him Coon Crawler. That's his name. Right. But I don't understand how the fuck you're mad about a Spider Man from another fucking universe, like literally from another universe. Like, and there was a mad. whole Clone Saga with there were seventy three fucking Spider Men in New York at the same time. Because so this is and Peter's not even Spider Man right now. So I did not respect. How Orphan and DC no longer was Batgirl. They changed her name because they was like, oh, we want someone else to be Batgirl because that's not what we respected. She has just that name because they wanted to hand it off to someone basically white. And I felt like that was so fucking disrespectful because Sandra Kane is such an interesting character. Uh, but they do the same thing to Miles. And now that he's mainstream, they're like, oh, we can't have two Spider-Men. And the Spider-Man that we prefer can't be the black one. And so give him a new name that is basically going to be an excuse for you to diminish this character further. Let me tell you, every little kid and probably most adults now, too, the Spider-Man that they know is Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. When you ask right. them who's Spider-Man, they say Miles Morales. They don't know who Peter Parker is. So where where is Peter Parker in the books right now? He's, oh, he's in, in a coma. coma. Oh, that's why Ben Rowley is Spider-Man right now. Correction. Yeah. He's in a coma in every book except Darkhold. Isn't that the wild thing, though? Darkhold kind of sucks, and so I, I just choose not to talk about it. It's a flop. That If I'm talking about magical comics out right now, that's 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 bottom. That's they bottom had the every opportunity to let that be a book that ties in right on with the Excalibur, Merlin and Arthur story. Could have did all that. Could have also tied into Trial of Joseph. Because it had a magical element, could and it involved Wanda, could have also tied it into whatever they're doing with Magic and Maddie uh, in New Mutants next year. Like, give us just a whole overall overhaul of the magical world, all yeah, tied up was, in one thing. Yeah, and I was also excited for Kathan because we know we all know Kathan is tied to Wanda and all that shit. But I was excited for, sure, for that. Yeah. But 
Yeah, but <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. But it was just it was crazy because they and then they did that thing that I I really hate where they all they make like certain characters evil or they turn like they they do that trope and it's like I'm tired of y'all doing that because y'all we just dealt with this shit in fucking King and Black. Now you're doing this in the dark hole. Like, can we like not come up with something else? Like, can we not focus on the magical aspect of shit? Like, why are we doing this again? See, and that's what I thought about talking about in the Tribe Van Needle issue run that was annoying me was the re-establishment. Because I read that neck-breaking cycle thing, the loop that they they started doing last issue where they go like, oh, this is some lore. And it's like Doctor Strange being the ultimate hater in the world told everyone that chaos magic didn't exist, which isn't true because he practiced chaos magic in the 90s um, when he lost his powers to the Vishanti and the Quintessence because he refused to fight in the it was like the War of the Seven Spheres. He refused to fight the War of the Seven Spheres, and so they revoked his access. And not only that, he had to make a declaration of independence that he would no longer invoke their powers going forward, and therefore all deals going forward were null and void. So he lost all his magic, and so he had to go create a new magic through the powers of the Earth, and it was called Chaos Magic. But Wanda had to go, like, oh, it's the first magic, it's the only true magic, all magic derived from this, blah, 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 therefore I can do anything. Um... They need to really sit down, consult the ledgers of what Chaos Magic is and has been so far, and definitively go, this is what Wanda does when she's doing her powers. Because a lot of the magical storylines, now that it overlaps with the X-Men, need to be streamlined in the way that it was for a while. Um, and now they're just throwing shit together and cobbling it, expecting it to make sense, when that's not necessarily the case and it causes some significant problems going forward. They need like an editorial department specifically for Marvel Magic. They don't have one. I would apply for that position. I actually know my shit. I'm because like, when, when you have street-level Marvel is all generally organized, you have science Marvel is all generally organized, Avengers, X-Men, Fantastic Four, space is even organized. Magic is just whatever you want to do. There was an article published by a writer who talked about that major issue. And it's the reason why the Marvel Terra exists, which is supposed to be um, the Bible for how magic is supposed to work in Marvel, where you have the three levels. Like, I know Showtime got his his Book of the Vashanti, um, and it lists a bunch of stuff, but it's supposed to have a specific system. And it's the reason why I'm saying that Doctor Strange is not a good sorcerer. And then Longshot, he may be top 10 in the world, but he's not better than a lot of people who sleep on. Like, Shaman phenomenal he's a great sorcerer he really gets brought up um brother voodoo actually one of the best in the world he gets shot on constantly and we all know the best sorcerer in the world dr doom mm-hmm. might be a little busted in the head but that baby is a powerful warlock and you don't fucking let me know. tell you but let me tell you like the only thing that stands in doom's way is doom yeah mm-hmm. and his and his, off his, his shit I, yeah like if he if he would have if his ego wasn't in the way, Doom would be unfuckable. However, you want to say it. <laughs> he just needs a prescription. Not a bust. I don't, I don't <laughs> but the last portion of this um, I wanted to get is to the characters who have stolen the show for the year, um, in your view, across the board. Onan and uh, Grey Crow. Grey Crow? No uh, top. I will say the five for me. The five definitely did it for me this year. 
the five. Um, definitely the Wait, five. What was the question on. again? Who's the character who's still in the show for you? Oh, um, I would definitely have to say Iska, the Iraqi. Um, Apocalypse actually is another one that I really yeah. enjoyed his. I really enjoyed his development and how his redemption, he, yeah. Yeah, and how he kind of turned into magic and studied that. Like, I, I love that. He's a real redeemer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Emma Frost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I love an evil, an evil white woman mm-hmm. turned good. Um, <laughs> for me in particular, I think that with Emma Frost. Um, going forward, I am now cementing it. Her name is Long, Longer White Queen. I don't think she will ever co-sign that name. She's an ally. Her name is White Savior, and she will be played by Sandra Bland. What? Did I just say Sandra Bland? I meant to say, what's her name? Sandra Why Bullock? She's Sandra Bullock, yes. Oh, my Girl, God. What that is so, Sandra Bland? I was so confused. Yes, he did. I was so confused. You know, Brand and Sandra Bland happened at the same Sandra Bullock happened at the same time and became Sandra Bland. That I am so sorry. I was about to say, like, I know you did not just say Sandra Bland. Very damn that great. was a mild stroke. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like that. our circuit party for the week. Yeah, because yeah, because like, cause, uh, black word is stroking out on us, y'all, over top. <laughs> oh, baby, it's not okay. Not okay. It's not okay. Well, so what's I mean, going on this week, tomorrow. I mean, like this week, actually. I don't want to say tomorrow. Apparently, there's no books coming, so we may have a week off again. Perfect for New Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Same mean, old shit. Same old shit. Um, I'm going back and reading uh, Extreme X-Men. I know I have said in the past that I am not oh. a fan of Christopher Claremont. However, comma, yes! Extreme X-Men <laughs> actually is good, and it's not as bad as his previous works in the 90s that had a whole bunch of problematic shit. I, I told you. I told you. Look, at, look. That said, that for you. this is easily his best work. However, what is dropping this week is the death of Doctor Strange and Devil Reigns 2. So maybe, maybe. Mm-mm. You, you, are you I not reading Death of Doctor Strange? We are, I mean, but we're not covering that. that. Yeah, we're not covering that. That's for our funsies. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, we're taking a week off. We I think this is the one they crown Cleo officially as Sorcerer Supreme, is it? Now that they spoiled that shit for us and they let us just find it out in the comic. Right. I hate when they do that shit. It's like you took all the damn suspense out of it, like all the joy. This was Why would you do fun that? suspense too? It wasn't like no fucking trial magneto again, because this is actually well written and well paced. I was looking forward to finding out. I thought she was just popping up right. trying to resolve that love story situation he had. I was like, This is cute. Thank you for calling back. Just like you guys kind of need to call back to the fact that Doctor Strange doesn't have a soul. I you I just- love when they do the all right, so who's about who's spitting to be the damn uh, sorcerer supreme? Letting us fucking guess until the last minute. You did it when um, uh, Jericho that, yeah. got it. Why couldn't you do it? It was again? great. They said we got twenty two options. <laughs> Pick one. You did it, it when Loki got it. 
actually the impact of the first time Doctor Strange lost his Sorcerer Supreme status still rings because that's when we all found out that um, Mororo didn't just have quote unquote magic, that she had enough to qualify as a Sorcerer Supreme. And that's why everyone's like, oh, we need to get more magical stories from her. It was because of that one decision, that one unilateral decision going. She has so much untapped potential that she has to be listed. Yeah, because she was up there with Wanda and Agatha Harkness, if I, my memory serves correctly. Yeah, even though Loki, I think that was kind of just nepotism. I think Oster was just, I think Oster threw her name into the ring. I think Oster just stands a storm, as she should, one goddess to another. I mean, she summons, she summons her powers. That's who the bright lady is. Mm-hmm. Exactly, the bright lady. That's the goddess is, she refers uh, to. Yeah, that's. A, I mean, and it's, you also got to think about it too. The magical aspects of Storm's powers when she gets stronger when people believe in her. That's like that's mm-hmm. not anything scientific. That's some magic shit. That's like basically worship. So you get you get stronger again, fueled by people believing in you, like. Tinkerbell. Well, yeah, I think that's all we got coming for next week. So it looks like there's no issues. I just checked the Marvel site. So yeah, just take the week to maybe check out some new comics that you're interested in. I recommend always um, Black by Kwame. uh, Actually, no. I don't get the full name. Black by Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. As a Yifo. And Black is basically the story about like if in a world where only Black people receive superpowers, what would happen? And so Child. it's a really great run. He also has a sequel to it called White. And also we stand Kwanzaa because Kwanzaa is also a Black queer lover of the X-Men. Um, shout out to Kwanzaa, gang gang. Um, and yeah, I recommend this one. I, I might have to read that because I'd hate to see what the hood be like. You show the cover just so you can get the energy that Kwanzaa was going because people pro- protested Kwanzaa when his comic was first coming out because they didn't like the idea that like, all white people in your comic sure is. Yeah. yeah, that book was actually really good. I read it uh, a while ago. It was really good. I don't have any new recommendations, but I am, however, rereading um, Age of Apocalypse. So I'm excited. It's my favorite timeline. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah. <laughs> favorite mutant bisexual top apocalypse. Daddy apocalypse. He better, he better be a top. He a metamorph. Exactly. We want that. We want you to stretch it and thicken. Let's go, we baby. Want girth. We want girth. Exactly. Show what Egypt. Show us what Cairo had to offer you. <laughs> Wow. But anyway, thank you guys for such a delicious and great year. We really love the reception. We're almost close to 200 followers. But, you know, we really appreciate every listener and every opportunity. Please keep reaching out to us. Stay playful in the in the uh, replies. We see every mention and we love every single one. And sometimes you might get a response from multiple of us at the same time. Yeah, we all like to just gang, gang up. Gang, gang. Gang bang. Let's go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, may the bright lady be with all of you. And gonna have a happy new year. Yes. 
Get drunk and don't let Omicron catch you slipping. That's an omega level virus. Yeah. virus at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl, please stay away from her. Yeah, stay away we from like her. We like her smell and taste where it is. You know, Marion got that song called Touch, so y'all better be careful. Mm. <laughs> I said, my taste, I go and like eat something just to make sure and like celebrate the fact that I can still do it. Thought, wait, wait. You just say that to me. I, I heard word on the street is, uh, Stephen, that you got to suck a little dick to make sure that your taste buds still work. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Let me open these apps right now. I need something. Mm-hmm. I need that little, that little sugary saltness and like on the palate. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start calling Stephen desperately seeking Tarn. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll be. I think that'll be fitting for him. Don't slut shamey, okay? We're not in a feminist society. We're, we're, like cel- we're celebrating you. <laughs> we're celebrating you, slut. Yeah, live your best life, whore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I, think now, your- I think the audience now accepts. I'm so glad they cannot see you trolling your bandana the way you are right now, Phoebe <laughs> Hallowell. We do not appreciate that. Right. <laughs> I just, I just don't get why you're such haters. Honestly, okay. you guys label me a villain. Label the me go, a the villain. Go, the GoFundMe for um for us uh, Black Words Frontal is coming up soon. Listen, I want a lace front. What a bang! What a bang! Brazilian <laughs> Remy. Read you with a Mama Joyce wig. Lace wear. I just want it. I want eight inches. Don't let, you know? don't let Candy hear you say that. Candy, you want My eight mama. inches or longer? Eight inches or longer, yes. I want it to reach like the nip of my back. I want you know my turn for you to, to like follow mm-hmm. the direction to that's reaching the third hole. Yes, straight to the third hole. Let's go. Deposit it in the vault. So if you are if you're in the Philadelphia area, uh Steven needs some butt, some coitus, some 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 No, throat. I am not fucking with no one from Philadelphia. Keep those demons away from, away from me. Why? Niggas from Philadelphia so from Camden, are despicable. Um please hit up uh Blackwood. Yes, niggas from Camden and niggas from Philadelphia are the same kind of nigga. No, they're not the same so, like no. No, they're not. Blackworth hot and ready. Hot and ready. Brutal it's steaming right now. We, you can see it. We, actually, we can actually see it. Mm-hmm. Looking like a little Caesars. Mm, hot and ready. Okay. Thank you guys for stopping by. See you <laughs> next year. Bye. See you next year. Bye. See you next year. Bye. Bye. <laughs>